everybody and welcome back to the Better Gaming and Variety Podcast. I am your host, Katie Cupcake, and on this week's co-host, I am joined by Astral. Astral Cat. Hi. Astral, yeah, uh, just, just Astral, Astral Cat, whatever you want to use. Well, I was like, hmm... I was gonna call her. You, call her like I'm not talking to you right now. Goodness gracious! <laughs> yeah, I'm not. I'm not here. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> this is pre-recorded. No, it's pre-pre-recorded because yeah. I'm yeah, recording 100%. now, and her. She, I'm just overlapping what she's saying. <laughs> yeah, just just edit me in and post. I'll be fine. <laughs> Off to a great start. Uh, this is oh. every week on the Batter podcast. You know, I blame I it on ADHD. So, God. do you know who um, Ethan is? Crank Game plays Ethan. Yes. And yes, Jacksepticeye, and they have yep. a podcast. The so, podcast. Yep. so, I have an update for the drama of Mr. Beast and Jacksepticeye, which was on a previous episode that I will. I guess I'll just briefly talk about it now since it's kind of a nice segue into the topic but anyways Ethan and and Sean have a podcast called Brain Leak and I had to listen to no I didn't have to but for research purposes I listened to well I ended up listening to the whole episode but originally it was like 35-40 minutes of the episode where Sean and Ethan kind of talk about the drama and as I suspected exactly what I thought Sean wasn't talking about like Jimmy as Mr. Beast he basically sees Mr. Beast as this YouTube entity and then like Jimmy is the person behind it so when he was like saying that he didn't like Mr. Beast and that he ruined YouTube and blah 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 he wasn't talking about Jimmy the person he was basically saying like he doesn't like how kids are trying to he doesn't like the copycat aspect of what is, has been happening and you know he doesn't blame Jimmy or Mr. Beast for the algorithm issues that YouTube has he blames that on the platform all in all he messaged Jimmy like right after the post and Jimmy had a little bit of an emotional response on Twitter but they hashed down DMs as adults do and there really wasn't any drama Sean was like this came off way more harsh than it was supposed to be and you know I yeah. you know I don't blah 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 and they were all good and then they end up doing like they were both in the charity soccer football event that was going on yeah, and yeah and Sean was like oh we should do something to like keep the drama going or like hug on the field or something <laughs> but they ended up being like whatever positions they were playing in the charity event I forget uh, Sean was like a left guard, I believe he said, but I don't know what Jimmy was playing. But basically, they never left like their sides of the field, so they never, yeah, they got, never got to interact. Uh, so there's the drama update. There was no drama, like I suspected. It was out of context. Basically, Sean was doing the video and trying to entertain the people he, that he had in the room. He didn't really expect mm. it to blow up. He didn't really expect people to take it out of context. He totally understands why Jimmy got emotional about it because it does seem shitty from like the outside point of view. But that's why he messaged him and said, "Hey, man, like, I'm sorry. Like, this came off like." way worse than it was intended like I was just trying to be funny haha guy in the room and he ended up coming off like a jackass but yeah he's it's very it, oh, sorry 
no go ahead <clears throat> i was it's, adjusting <laughs> it's all good it's very interesting to see how they handled it considering that you know i'm not one to follow youtube drama or anything it just happens to show up in my feed every now and then mm -hmm. but it's very rare to see people do things like that like actually solve it like actual adults you know it's very weird to see things like that happen and i i, I was definitely sort of semi-involved in this because i did have a conversation with my friends about it i kind of agree with a bit of a hot take but i kind of agree with what sean said a little bit because uh, i don't know i've never really I've never really been a fan of Mr. Beast's content as a concept, but I, mm. I, I definitely understand the case of like, yeah, the copycats and the fact that almost everybody is just going to copy whoever's at the top is really, I don't know, it makes the platform a lot more stale in my opinion. Because like when PewDiePie was at the top, everyone was copying him, mm -hmm. and now, now that Mr. Beast is at the top, everyone's just doing the same thing. And it's just like, man, just be original. Just make your own things. Right. Well, I mean, and that was Sean's, like, take on it, too, is he was just yeah. like, you know, we're in this, like, cycle of, he's like, Mr. Beast and his channel, for what it is, is amazing. The production value, he said it's way more hard than what he does. Like, and he understands, like, there's a billion people who are, you know, saturated content with Let's Plays and, and video game content, mm. blah, 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 blah. Like, he gets that. But he's just saying, like, what Mr. Beast does is an unattainable for the m majority of people. And it should yeah. be that way. Like, I think, like, I enjoy watching Mr. Beast, but I would never want to imitate that or do anything like that. Just because, like, obviously, like, if I had the money, it just, it's not my thing. Like, I watch him as, like, he's kind of like that action movie star. Like, everyone loves to hate Jason Statham for whatever reason. Really? And, like, Mr. Right. Beast is, like, the YouTube Jason Statham. Like, yeah. That, okay, yeah, I can see where that's coming from. So Honestly, I, I don't yeah. think any of this is like actually, you know, Jimmy's fault at all. Like, no, you, you can't blame someone for being the ground zero of Copycat Central. Of course, if people are gonna copycat you, that's not that like that's not your fault. Like, if someone copied mm -hmm. my channel, for example, like obviously that's not my fault that they're doing that. But right. it's just, ugh, it, it, it's definitely weird. But I, and I definitely think. I don't think anyone was really in the wrong there. No, and Jimmy talked about that. He's like, he's inspiring kids to, to help people and, and do big things. He's not yeah, trying absolutely. to inspire them to be him. He's trying to inspire them to follow their dreams and think of the crazy things or, you know, do something unique and different like he does, which is amazing. Like, yeah. it you know, PewDiePie... And it just circles back to a lot because PewDiePie gave out shoutouts to like smaller channels back in the day, which made Sean, Jacksepticeye guy, grow, uh, Cinnamon yeah. Toast Ken. There's some others, and people constantly give them for shit. Like, oh, you'd be nothing without him. And it's like they brought awareness to the channel, but they still haven't changed their core like channel yeah, things. Exactly. Yeah, so. I, I don't think the whole, like, oh, you were, you know, like if Mr. Beast shouted out someone, for example, I don't think the idea of, oh, just because you were shouted out by a big channel, uh, that's the only reason you're famous. Because obviously, you know, people can shout out everybody all the time. It doesn't make a difference if someone's actually going to go and watch the content or not. It's dependent on what that person makes. Right, it's like getting follow-botted, right? Like, Mr. Beast, hmm. at least a couple of times I know of, for YouTubers or streamers, whatever you want to call them, like um, Mr. Beast has a gaming channel too. He has a bunch of yeah. channels. He has his main channel. He has his philanthropic. 
the philanthropic i cannot say that word every time i try to say it Mm -hmm, that one uh he has that channel he has a reacts channel he has a gaming channel and he might even have more than that he probably has a clips channel he's got all the ones in different languages as well and he has a right channel yeah right so which is great because like yeah he's getting money for that but he throws it back into his content you know what i mean like 100 yeah, percent. he puts everything back into the content to make better things and especially with the th- uh, see i can't say the word now philanthropy channel there we go i can yeah, never say it going so. back into the community yeah <laughs> right and then he did the trees um plants i forget trees, how many team c's yeah a team c's One million trees and then cleaning the seas of trash i think it was and i don't know if we hit the goal we were really close to making that the much money. The first one was definitely hit, but I don't know if the second one was. It was very close, if not, like, just mm. at the mark. But either way, like, $30 million was a big ask, but the, he's oh, yeah. still going to do a lot. You know what I mean? Well, and So, and I, I I agree with Sean, like, not Mr. B's content's not for everybody, but that's the whole beauty of YouTube, and that's basically what Sean was trying to get at. He was just like, and Ethan agreed too. He's like, Ethan said that Mr. Beast's channel is like too hype and too loud and too in your face all of the time and that's not the content that either of them like to watch. I have to be in the mood for that. I don't know if that's tied to our ADHD <laughs> or my ism because I, I, I will admit it definitely yeah it's the same for me it was it, it does have a certain appeal to it but it is very it's very much targeted towards a specific demographic of people, in my opinion. Not yeah. that it's a bad thing, of course, but... But he goes on podcasts, and he gives people information like, well, this is the algorithm, yeah. and he talks about it. And Sean, talk, he's just like, he's not telling you to follow exactly what he's doing. He's telling you, this is the algorithm. See how you can fit you into it. Not... Yeah, exactly. Make it's not, a, it's not a copy cop. who's at the top. Exactly, exactly. So they hashed out. They're all cool. Um, but it was funny because I was watching it and I watched it from the beginning just to kind of because I had I wanted to listen to their podcast. I just hadn't gotten around to it because I do hmm. way too many things and Same. podcasts are you know usually an hour in length like m- the majority of yeah. what i watch are from 50 minutes to an hour and a half mm-hmm. unless it's like a, a super special type of, of you know whatever podcast yeah. or I'm, I'm, lineup. I'm kind of the same really I, I i don't really listen to podcasts all that much i i listen to markiplier's one with uh wade and bob the distractible one on spotify mm. i generally listen to that when I'm recording games on my PC. Because if I'm playing something on my console, I just have YouTube up generally, and I'm just kind of watching through whatever's in the recommended tab. Mm. But if I'm playing a game specifically on my PC, then I just generally listen to that or any other podcast that's on Spotify. Yeah, I watch um, The the Sip by Ryland Adams and Lizzie Gordon just because oh, yeah. their chemistry is just so funny. Like, Hell one yeah, of them like is that. always, like, angry at the other one, and it just creates this like beautiful best friend dynamic because it sounds like you think that I'm saying it in a bad way but it's just like they no, no, I totally get that. they hype each other up and they're really honest with each other and Lizzie is my spirit animal she just says the funniest shit ever and nice. Ryland is also like my type A personality and he wants everything to be like a certain way which you know is really funny that I have type A personality with OCD tendencies and then I have ADHD right like 
talk about conflicting brain issues. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I, I completely understand that. My my brain, uh, to quote my friend, is fried six ways from Sunday. Yeah, it's it, but it's it's interesting, right? So basically, they were introducing their podcast, and they were like, "Yeah, we're on episode." Yeah, we don't really keep track. Me. Every time I introduce this damn Me. podcast, I'm like, we're on episode 19? Is it 19? And my co-host is like, yeah, you're on this one because you did this one with this one. And the, I'm like, okay, thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I would be completely the same, honestly. My brain would just completely flatline when I'm trying to remember stuff like that. And it's really funny because I do all of the topics for the most part, right? Like, I always invite my co-hosts to bring their own topics to the channel or I guess we'll call it a channel. I don't know. Table is what I was going for, but channel came out of my mouth. You know, they're always welcome to bring their own topics to the table because I like that. I like the conversational type of podcasts, not like super like, yeah, we have a script, but we're not, we're not tied to it. Yeah, right. Like my ADHD it, it, brain it's... will not allow me to adhere to the list, but I have the list for my OCD personality. Does that make sense? Yeah. It, it's more of a guideline than anything else is what you're saying right and old me would be like oh well we didn't do this this one. i'm like okay but we did this and this instead and i just punched my uh, microphone sorry got too that's too italian okay. there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah no, that's me with making videos honestly because like half the time i i, I have a I admit I have a really bad tendency to record videos like multiple months in advance. I'm already recording videos for like February of next year. Good. <laughs> but at the same time, I'm, God, I'm, I'm wish. always like, <laughs> I mean, I have a lot of free time, so I get it done pretty quickly. But at the same time, it's like I, I have this very hard set of things that I need to get. But then I'll always end up getting some like extra random shit that I'll just go and <laughs> like I'll accidentally go and like. You know, there's a massive side quest that I'll accidentally do, and I'm like, oh, hey, this is like an extra 15 minutes of content. Great. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the the side quests in real life are a real thing too. Oh God, yeah. Because I'll be like, oh, okay, I have like a list, right? I've, like this whole week, I've been working on a list. I've been writing everything out to like Same get way, the yeah. like brain dump on paper so that I have the visuals because, uh, and mm. you know, ADHD. But PTSD, like anxiety, like it just makes you forget things, and it God, bothers yeah. me when I forget things. So I've been trying to get into the habit of like having something near me that I can write things down on, so that I stop getting overwhelmed. Because my boyfriend is very helpful, and he's always just like, "Well, okay," because I would be like, "I'm overwhelmed. I have so much to do." Blah. He's just like, "Okay, well." Yeah. Tell, tell me what you need to do and then we'll work on it step by step and then I'm like I tell him and I'm like okay that doesn't seem so bad <laughs> and he's like yeah I'm the I'm the same like even this morning when I was out walking my dog I was like all right I gotta get home I've got to make food I've got to take my medication and then I've got to do the podcast and then I've got to write the script and it's just like uh, it's this one long list of it's a mm -hmm. grocery list basically that you have yep. to do and I I'm constantly like either subconsciously or just verbally saying it out loud like what I have to do throughout the day because otherwise I would just forget and I don't know mm -hmm. end up playing Mario Kart for six hours right and then I'll say it and I'll say things multiple times and then I'll go to write it down and then it's just like poof yep it's I'm like gone instantly. what the fuck <laughs> <laughs> I'm like my goddamn brain yeah. just work 
please. It just doesn't work. For for once in your life, do something right. That's just all that ever happens with me. And, My brain just completely flatlines. And the older I've gotten, like, things have been pretty okay in my 30s right but i swear like my memory was never this bad and then it makes me kind of paranoid i'm like mm, maybe i should go to the doctors but then i already have a list of doctors that i've already been putting off that i haven't gotten to see that i need to see so oh God, yeah. it's just it's, it's just a thing mm-hmm. yep, yeah it's just a visual so i went and had my my physical and caught i think it was in march we're in september so a solid oh, six God. months ago and i was referred to a cardiologist i was referred to a surgeon i was referred to a rheumatologist i have to follow up with like four to five other doctors and i've just not done any of it and i'm just like uh, oh i'm yeah. gonna it's hard because i work the afternoon shift too so i like to mm -hmm. sleep in because i can't yeah, like I I get off of work at 9.30, which isn't super late, but you have to decompress after work. And then if it's a oh, stream perfect. night, then I stream for a couple of hours and you get to decompress after stream and then like settle down to sleep. So usually like on those nights, I'm not going to bed until like between 1 to 2 a.m. So I like to try and sleep until 10.30 hmm. um, because with my health issues, I try to, you know, sleep because I'm I chronically fatigued and you know, I have to work nine hours a day. So, yeah, um, it's, it's, it's not easy. So basically it's just like this revolving door of, of, okay, I get off at 10 30, I can call my doctors and start making appointments, but then I wake up that day and whatever, and it slips my mind. And then by, before I know it, it's time for me to like settle down and start working. And I take calls all day at work like it's not super busy all of the time but like I know like I would have like a period of 30 minutes of silence and the second I go to make a phone call that's when I would get like all of the back-to-back -back calls so it's it's yeah I 100% get that it's the same with me anyways oh. I guess I guess that can segue us into little nightmares because <laughs> that's all yeah, a nightmare <laughs> What are our lives if not little nightmares? <laughs> Literally. One, two, or three, though. Oh, oh that's that's tough. Mm -hmm. I, I really like the first one, because it was definitely... It, it was the one that was like... Because I'm, I'm going to come and say, I'm a baby when it comes to horror games. Same. <laughs> I'm not... I'm not, I'm not that, with, with all, there's a few exceptions, obviously, but I'm generally just a bit of a big baby when it comes to horror games. Little Nightmares was the first one where I'm like, this is interesting enough for me to not be scared by it, and mm. also cool enough to the point that I want to keep playing. Yeah, there was, there was little jump scare moments, there were some freaky moments too, but it was oh, just God, yeah. really well done in a way that like, yeah, I, I didn't get as scared as I thought I was going to or as, like, jump-scared, like, spooky. Like, there was a lot of creepy moments, like, with the people eating. Like, that made me uncomfortable. But it was, like, a yeah. play on gluttony. And, it, like, it all makes sense when you, like, do the analysis of, like, the actual intricacies of, of human nature. I'm, I'm so excited to talk about that eventually. I, I love <laughs> all the little details in Little Nightmares. It's great. Right. And a lot of people don't get it. They just play the game for the surface. And it's still 
great. If you don't analyze anything yeah. of it, you're, it's still a great game. So, like, don't 100%. think anything of it. But my brain always goes into, oh, well, this is kind of, like, shadowing this or blah, 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 blah. Yeah. And... Well, I'm a, I'm a game designer. Well, an amateur game designer with my girlfriend, you see. So, I, my, I'm just naturally inclined to do things like that. Mm-hmm. So, I think the second... My second playthrough of Little Nightmares 2 took me about four times as long as the first one because I was just wandering around a- over analyzing everything. God, it was it was it was definitely a lot on me, but I will say I think I enjoyed the second one more just because it was more scary in a way. So I watched I think at least two people play it. I don't really remember a lot of it. I know there's like a hunter after you at some point. So I'm not I'm not going to be able to give you guys any spoilers. <laughs> so you won't have to worry about it. I, I just remember the brief like introductory point. I remember when you meet up with a certain somebody. Yeah. But like the middle parts are lost on me. So I think that it'll be worth me playing. But this circles back to like the topic, which means that Little Nightmares, the original, is coming to mobile on December 12th. Now, I don't know about you guys, but I think that's a weird-ass move. Yeah, of, of all the games to port to mobile, why Little Nightmares? And, and we're in the development of Little Nightmares 3, right? So we're on the third yeah, installment of the franchise, and we're just now porting it to Android and iOS systems for, you know, mobile devices. And... Little Nightmares 3 is due to launch 2024, so relatively soon, in the next year. And then, like, the end of this year, you're going to be like, oh, here's Little Nightmares Mobile. Yeah, I I don't personally see a reason why Little Nightmares Mobile should exist. Mostly because, well, it's on, the first game is on every every platform and Mm -hmm. is by far the cheapest of the two. So... Why would you why would you pay for an objectively worse experience when you can just play it on console for dirt cheap? Right. Um I'm looking up the price right now on Steam. So Little Nightmares one and two, so you can get a bundle for sixty three ninety three. That's pretty good, all things considered. And you can um, if you're if you're not sure if you wanna play both of them. Or if you play the first one and you're just looking to replay it and you thought you'd tack on Little Nightmares 2 just for shits and giggles, um, the demo is free for Little Nightmares 2. Yeah, I was going to say, I know the I know the second game has a demo on the Switch. I didn't know if it had one on Steam or not. Yes. Yes, it does. But yeah, Little Nightmares, like, it's only $30 at least where I am. And the fact that, like... Uh, well, A, this is the question of, like, are you really... Is it going to be $30? Like, I know you're probably going to pay, like, half of that to play it on mobile. But at the same time, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I don't... I'm I'm very much against the idea of porting games to mobile. I definitely think mobile gaming and console gaming should stay far away from each other. But, uh... I, I mean... I mean, yeah, if you don't... If you somehow don't own a computer, Switch, Xbox, or PlayStation, um how are you listening to this but also why would you i guess that works i guess that works if you want to play it on mobile but also you know you could just get a switch like a second hand switch for like 200 dollars, and then just play not only little nightmares but a bunch of infinitely better games too yeah little nightmares the original is uh 20 for the like 
space and then if you get the complete edition it's thirty dollars or you get the bundle for sixty three ninety three saving you some coin yeah. um so I was just putting a little nightmares too on my wish list because that is a game that I need to play for stream. <laughs> yeah, I, ju I just added the third one to my wish list. I I was going to, and I was just like, I need to play the second one, and then I can commit to the third one. <laughs> yeah, you should definitely play through the second one first. <laughs> but I'm I'm not opposed to games being on mobile if it makes sense. There's a lot to little nightmares, and if you're gonna have like a little faux analog stick on the screen. A, the people, like, unless you're, you're going to miss part of the screen because your finger is covering it, right? So, yeah. it's not, I just feel like it's not as immersive. Like, you would think holding a phone in your face, playing it would make you immerse. But you're going to be focusing on, like, making sure you're doing the right things. Because mobile games are hard when it's, you have to physically move your person in it. And yeah, exactly. there are moments where you need to be fast of where you're moving. <laughs> Yeah, I, I've. I, it's also the problem of Little Nightmares is a very visually dark game, especially the first mm. one. So putting that on a mobile phone that's, at least for me, that's maximum brightness setting is total dog shit. It's not going to be very helpful because I guarantee at least 50% of the screen is going to be completely. You, you just won't be able to see anything. Yeah, I, I agree. And. Yeah, so we'll see. I will I will do research for you guys. If I find, well, it, there's a, a preface to this. If I can find somebody who uploads, like, their playthrough somewhere of Little Nightmares, oh, I'm not going, yeah, I'm not going to do that for myself. Like, I, I, I love yeah. you guys. I love you listeners. I love you supporters. But I am not going to buy a game that I know I will struggle with playing. Um, because I wouldn't finish it. Like, that would be a game that I would get so frustrated that I would just uninstall and just yeet out of my life because I know that I, it would just be really hard to play on the phone. So, yeah. if we find somebody who is indeed playing it, I will circle back. I will give you the ins and outs on whether or not it is dog shit or if it's playable. I mean, I'm sure at the very least it will be fine, but again, there's not really... I mean, unless they're going to add extra content to it, which already doesn't make sense because you're you're thinning your audience out in the first place by making it mobile exclusive, but I don't really see a reason why this exists. Yeah, it, But I guarantee it, there will be someone who plays it. It's just a weird move with that Little Nightmares 3 coming out. Yeah, 100%. It definitely diverts the attention away from the obviously better thing that everyone who is a fan of Little Nightmares should be focusing on. Well, I'm wondering if it's like, oh, we'll put this one out and see how it does, and then we can port the other ones at a later time for more money. Maybe. So, like, business sense, Maybe. it would make sense if it does okay. The problem is 2 is definitely a much bigger game than 1. Like, the, the environments are significantly more detailed. There's a lot more just going on in general. So I really don't think 2 would be able to be ported over to mobile. It's I a longer game, too, right? Uh, it depends on how it okay. depends on how much you struggle. Because, like, I only died a few times during it, and I think my playtime is about equal on both. Yeah, because I, I, I struggle with those games normally. Like, I usually have moments where I get stuck on, you know, some place for some reason or whatever. Um, oh, God, yeah. But... <clears throat> 
generally I think two is easier if you're referring to puzzles I think two is generally easier than the first game because it is mostly about just stealthing around as I literally got stuck on that meat puzzle and the first one for way longer than I oh, should have same. I got so annoyed at myself and I'm like because I couldn't see the last fucking piece of meat that I needed to go through yeah. it. I'm like, where the fuck is it? Because, like, the puzzle itself is pretty straightforward. You see a scale. You see some meat that you can move. Okay, bada bing, bada boom. You gotta put it through. But where's the third fucking piece, man? Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't see it at all either. I, I had... I think I had to visibly turn up my brightness on my Yes, on my that TV was the issue, so is the brightness yeah. in the game that caused me so many fucking... I swear, it was like a half hour. And then, like, I cruised through the rest of the game, and I'm just like, are you serious? Yeah, Little Nightmares games are not really that difficult, but definitely the brightness can hinder the puzzles at times, which is why I appreciate the second game being a lot visually brighter, is the word, because it's definitely not tonally brighter, I'll say that much. That's fair, though, because, I mean, it makes sense that it would be darker, right? Like, for that, the aspect of what it is, it's just... Oh, yeah, absolutely. I will say I think the ending of one is better, but I do like two more. I, two was such a... I didn't expect that ending. Same. So it definitely took me by surprise. The first one was just like oh it's over okay the second one was just like oh shit <laughs> yeah it was definitely a shock to the system and now that we have we, we have new characters in three i believe low and alone i think are their names so mm. i don't know if we're gonna see mono or six i mean i'm sure we'll see six again because it's a little nightmares she's the face of the games but i don't know if we're gonna see mono again which is legitimately worrying yeah i'm not i'm not sure i will definitely play the second one once I, I put it on my wish list, so. Nice. I mean, those games go on sale all the time on Steam anyway, so. Yeah, and I get the emails for games on my wish list, so I would know Same immediately here. that I can be like, baby, I need this game. <laughs> Let's grab it and speed it. Let's speed run through it. Oh, God. So I was doing, what was I playing yesterday? Oh, so I did the charity event yesterday, and I will put this information in the podcast too because we still have a little bit of September. Basically, the campaign is going until the end of September. That's why the Pediatric Brain Tumor Foundation, and I did a charity stream yesterday. We started off playing with, like, bingo, but then I started playing, um, I downloaded a map because I played the original Parkour Mountain on my Xbox and I was at it for weeks like I struggled so hard on getting from like checkpoint to checkpoint and I saw that they made a second one and I was like oh I'll try it on my PC because I have Minecraft Java edition I'm trying to learn how to use mouse and keyboard more like efficiently and effectively because like I have carpal tunnel and ulna da damage in both of my arms so it's hard for me to play like games at length on mouse and keyboard if that makes sense uh, i i'm very much the same i have uh, dyspraxia so i find it really hard i don't have proper mm. control of my fingers in my left hand so playing games with mouse and keyboard is damn near impossible for me mm -hmm. which is why i always advocate for full controller support for any game yes i i agree i've been trying to get better and like strengthening like because it's like a learned mechanic like your fingers have to have certain strength in order to do things like I was you know jumping a lot in parkour mountain and my 
my pinky kept like locking up and not hitting the the Ooh, shift key man. control yeah. key shift is to crouch control is to run so control key because it's so much farther away from w yeah, well, it's the same for me. My middle and index finger and thumb are completely fine. It's the it's the two fingers on the far left of my left hand that I actively cannot move. I think yep. it's ring finger and my pinky. That's I, yeah. I straight up can't move either of them properly. So pressing like shift and control without letting go of the other buttons beforehand is outright impossible for me. Which is why I always do button remapping to like my right hand. So I do. Um, so this isn't Minecraft exactly, but uh, in Ultra Kill, for example, which has a very similar control scheme to Minecraft, uh, in the sense of like you know shift is doing one action, control is doing mm -hmm. another. I have control remapped to my mouse button wheel, so oh. it, it, <laughs> I, I guarantee anyone who plays Ultra Kill is gonna like you know scream heresy for that. But um, so if I ever need to like slide or crouch or anything like that, I just have to, I just get to press my um, button wheel rather than you know half breaking my hands trying yeah, to that, shift or control that makes more sense i the other thing is is that you have to like rewire your brain for mouse and keyboard too because oh absolutely you have to be like okay i had to do this and like I, when i was playing cult of the lamb after and later in the afternoon i was like all over the place i was great i was doing great because it was faster movements but yeah for parkour mountain you have to take like little breaks because you have to do a long jump or you have to you know like shift and then jump you know it's just it's just different so anyways yeah, I, I was doing parkour mountain too and I f a i feel like i've gotten a lot better with my skills b i was just like i've been kind of like since beating it like it went a lot faster than i thought it was going to i think the first one was longer but you know, whatever, uh, parkour mountain too. I was just sitting there and I was just like, I kind of, do I want to do a speed run? <laughs> oh no! And I'm not a speed run gamer. Like I don't really see the point in a lot of them, but that's fair. it was a lot of fun trying to like, like I was like doing like little segments. Like once I got into the hang of it, I was going through, you know, segments going, okay, speed, 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 where yes, I could, and I was just like, do I want, do I want to, so I'm thinking that maybe we might do that on stream, just for fun, it wouldn't be the whole stream, because I don't think, like, after so many failed attempts or whatever, um, because, like, if, you would have to start over, like, if, I don't yeah, know. that's, that's kind of why I quit speedrunning, actually, because I mm. used to do, not, not fully competitive speedrunning, like, I'm not, you know, I'm not a Super Mario 64 player who spends thousands of hours grinding to save a couple frames, but I used to speedrun games like Mario Kart or Persona 5 a couple of years ago, and I just, I, I couldn't deal with how many resets and making mistakes over and over again, mm -hmm. especially being as I'm a bit of a perfectionist as well. Yeah. So I, just, I, I, I gave up. I couldn't do it. But I'm like, Parkour Mountain is kind of fun. It's nothing like too serious. Like, it's not like a Resident Evil speedrun, right? So, oh god you have to like know where you have to move or yeah. whatever there's, there's definitely a lot of speedruns um, like I've been watching more Hollow Knight and Celeste speedruns recently I don't know if you've seen either of those I, so yes I played Celeste I played t both of them technically I loved nice. Celeste I got stuck on Hollow Knight and never went back to it 
Uh, it's actually a sore topic. Uh, we've mentioned it multiple times on the podcast. Basically, I was in a fellow streamer's chat, and one of their mods was really like, like that's all they played was Hollow Knight. And I mentioned how I was like, oh yeah, it's a cool game. I love the visuals, but I got stuck, and they like were berating me in chat. Their mod was berating me in chat for being stuck, and just be like, how could you oh, do so it? Like, like a gatekeeper. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's like how could you I get stuck there? And I'm just like, yeah, well, if you're gonna allow your mod to like, like there's a difference between teasing people and just outright being like. Are you like are you yeah. stupid? How did you get stuck mm. there? Instead of like giving me hints, right? Like, yeah. oh, just try this or this. It's just like how did you get stuck at that? This is the beginning of the game. It's like Yeah, that's why I stopped I, playing. I, I'm a little guilty of doing that myself, but I definitely I, I make sure to only do it to friends who specifically know I'm fucking with them rather than like you know, if some stranger commented on like one of my YouTube videos and said, Oh, cause this is this actually happened pretty recent recently rather because i've seen a lot of people on one of my youtube videos specifically say that they were stuck on one specific boss that i was doing because i was doing a challenge run for it okay and uh a lot of people were saying oh i didn't realize that this boss had a specific weakness that you had to exploit and i i I, i've known this for quite a while that that exploit was a thing but it's not really an exploit it's a mechanic but still right and i was just seeing comment after comment after comment of people like, there were some people that are saying, oh, I got stuck on this part, I got stuck on this part. And then there was just this one person in my comment section over and over again just laughing at people and making fun of them for, for not being able to get past that part without basically cheating. Nope. And I'm like, Yeet. why? <laughs> why? I, I banned them from my comment section. Yeah. I don't want any of that. <laughs> nope. I don't, I don't like that shit. But to it was, it was like, the trash disposal. Yeah, I don't either. Yeah, I don't get it. If, it, if it's in, like, a jokey way, like, it's like, oh, you didn't get that past that bit, I guess you're not a true gamer. Like, if you can tell they're being sarcastic about it, I, and they're friends with you, I think it's personally fine. Yeah. But if they're be like, if that person who was very obviously being serious about it, like, oh, you should never play this game again. It's like, come on, man. What kind of stick up your ass do you have to have to unironically mm-hmm. do that? Yeah, when I was talking to, I forget if it was a she or he, but it doesn't really matter, they you know they could be a they that that exists in this world they uh they uh, like said gave me shit for getting stuck and i was just like oh yeah and you know i tried to explain like what i was stuck on and you know instead of like being oh well you know next time if you play it try this thing like you know just being helpful they're yeah. just like <laughs> wow I can't believe you got stuck there that's the beginning of the game like no helpful feedback whatsoever just completely shitting on me I unfollowed yeah, the streamer I and never went back because I was just like if this is the community you're fostering I don't want any part of it I don't blame you honestly I do the exact same thing it sucks though right because like they were a smaller streamer but like your mm. mods are in charge of your chat sure Yeah. but yeah, exactly. They have to be fostering a universal, understood type of environment, and exactly, yeah. it it just it didn't wasn't hitting for me. Like the streamer was kind mm. of like reading out what I was saying. It was just like, oh, that sucks, and then like mod was just like, Bleh. I was like, no, I'm good, I'm good. <laughs> yeah, I I don't tend to interact with Twitch or Twitch streams or whatever. I I refuse to touch kick. I never will. But I don't, I don't, I don't interact with a lot of Twitch streamers. There's a few that I watch, and generally the mods are pretty nice. But there's always, the, there's always that one, you know. Mm-hmm. Even even in a really nice community, there's always that one person that rubs you the wrong way. 
Yeah. And it just, it, it's very easy for one person to ruin your perception of a community as a whole. Because that, that, that very same thing happened to me a while ago where I was talking about, um, me and the streamer were the, talking in chat about a game that I really liked. And then one of the mods just constantly started harassing me because I liked the game. And I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah, that's weird. It's a weird mods. move. Yeah. I remember someone saying that mods are the equivalent of internet janitors with a power complex. And God, yeah, that's incredibly true for some of them. Yes, yes. I Luckily, I have... I have mods that harass me, but, like, not in a bad way. It's just, like, trolling the streamer, right? As opposed to, like, yeah. bullying. Like, they will play sound alerts or they will tease me when I'm just like, oh, I, you know, did this thing. And it's just like, oh, for the first time? Like, you know, whatever. And that that makes it funny. Like, it puts less pressure on me when they're teasing me and making me laugh about things. Like, if I get... Because if you're doing something and you're trying to do it, like quote-unquote the right way then if you get stuck in that mindset it's hard to like get out of it with you oh, know yeah absolutely all I the aforementioned know. things that we talked about like mentally before but it's nice when mods are just like <laughs> say something i'm just like you're fucking stupid or they play like yeah I the cheese that. sound alert <laughs> <laughs> that's great i i love that though that's that's really funny then again i don't I guess I'm not really integrated into the whole thing of like, oh, there's a right way to play a game, especially being as like most of my content is like challenge run. So I'm like, yeah, I explicitly play games the wrong way. Even when I'm not doing things like that, I will just mm. casually mess around. Um, I remember when I first got the new Ratchet and Clank game and everyone was talking about, oh, like, oh, what's the best gun in this game? Like, oh, this one's the best. I really like this one. I, I just beat the entire game without any of the guns. I just used the wrench for the whole thing because it was really stupid. Oh, my God. Like, oh, you can, you can throw the wrench to deal damage. I'm like, all right, cool. I'm not using any guns in this game. And you can't make me. And I beat the entire thing like that. That's I crazy. It's like people playing, like, uh, uh, putting button mapping their stream deck to have buttons to beat like games like Elden Ring oh god yeah like uh, you so I wasn't really saying like the right way as opposed to like just beating it or whatever it's just like the, my brain is hyper focusing on I want to do this thing this way and sometimes yeah, exactly. it's it doesn't work or I get too focused and I start getting agitated which I don't like so I try to step away so that it's nice to have like my boyfriend's a mod and one of my best friends Toki she's she's a mod and I have other mods that poke in but those are like my main mods but my best friend Casey's a mod but she has two kids and she's very busy but yeah it's just nice like they know to like not even like I won't even visually like have a face or anything it's just like they just constantly do it throughout the stream so I don't like I'm always laughing instead of like hyper focusing yeah. on whatever it's just nice my girlfriend's very much the same she's she's always just she's always there to just make sure that I don't explode when I'm trying to hyper focus on something and it's not working <laughs> Yeah, it sucks because we're hyper focusing, and it's like I know I can do it this way, and it's just like, yeah, but like you could also maybe try it this way. Yeah, yeah. It's very, it's very handy to have someone, uh, especially a partner like that, who is looking and is looking from the outside in and can potentially find ways around the thing that you're trying to hyper focus on and isn't working. It's very helpful. Yeah, and my boyfriend has ADHD too, but for whatever reason. 
he always finds a way to like he forgets things he you know whatever and he's just hmm. <laughs> it's it's just it's just funny um but we hmm. did mention resident evil a little bit ago hmm. in regards to uh gaming game games yeah, we, <laughs> game stuff just general game stuff <laughs> my brain yeah, was doing I, that I thing where it couldn't though. spit out the word <laughs> uh, yeah. the, the word is in your brain but the, the, the link between your brain and your mouth is not working yep yep it happens a lot same but if you aren't aware Resident Evil 4 came out earlier this year and the DLC just dropped for it and it's really cool I watched a little bit of a streamer play it it's from Ada Wong's point of view so basically the same things are happening Leon is um, saving Ashley and trying to bring her to safety through you know the area and Ada's there and she's also on a mission for Wesker and the dialogue that Leon has with Ada is integrated into her playthrough so you can it, it's really cool I didn't watch a lot of it but she's a badass um hello pupper it's fine <laughs> we are back from a brief pause she had a wrangle pupper and uh you know make sure that everything was good but yeah we don't we don't need the klaxon horn going off while we're recording this <laughs> Ashel has mentioned before that you know she hasn't really you, she's only played village I've um, played a little bit of seven as well but I've, I've only completed village okay have you watched anybody play the other ones at all or is it just like um, I've seen someone play through two, four, and I believe six, but seven and eight are the only two that I've actually played myself. Okay, well, I mean, you at least have, like, a premise of the other games. It's not like you yeah. just jumped into Village and oh, have, no, no, no. have no idea what the series is about. I am a, I'm a big Resident Evil fan who has only played two of the games. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, it's okay, because I, I watched people play, like, so the whole reason that I kind of started thinking that I wanted to play Resident Evil so I watched somebody play or a couple people play Resident Evil 8 8? Eight, eight, mm, yeah, right? Yeah, that's 8. Yeah. Resident Evil 8 and I was just like ooh, I kind of like it. I liked how they um, branched off of because I always knew what the Resident Evil series was I loved the movies which are separate from the games and did you watch the Netflix show Just I did not I I saw it I, I I don't see the hype around it personally I thought it was okay but I know a lot of people there was definitely different sides of things people saying it was trash people saying it was really good I thought it was fine I was gonna say I think a lot of people shit movies. all over it from what I saw yeah a lot, of, a lot of people were definitely shitting on it, but a lot of people, at least here, were also saying it was kind of good. But then again, uh, Australian standards are different. That's true. I mean... <laughs> it can go both ways. Yeah, that's fair. I, um... Lost my train of thought. <laughs> uh, uh, you were talking about you watched the movies, and then you were going to mention the Resident Evil 4 DLC. Oh, right. So, circling back 
Thank you. See, this is this is why I have co-hosts, people, because my brain cannot handle. <laughs> Not the only reason, but it's it's a good reason. <laughs> um, so I watched somebody play Resident Evil Eight, and I was like, "Oh, you get spooky, you get spooked all the time. You should you should play them." And I was just like, "I don't know." And then one of my friends bought me the first one to play it on the PlayStation. And I was like, okay, well, now I have to play it because she bought it for me. Yeah. And it took me so long to get through the fucking first uh, remastered, not the original, the remastered version, because it's hard to get originals um, legally. <laughs> Emulation. <laughs> right. <laughs> sorry, what? No, sorry. This was before I had a PC, though. This was before I had the PC. Yeah. Uh, This was in 2020. So it was during during COVID, and she bought it for me. And I was just like, okay, I played it. It took me so long to beat it. It, I had to circle back to it a month later, finally beat it, and then I played this year. So Hmm. it it took a long time. But this year, (laughs) uh, last year I played two. This year I played three um the four original and then the the remake of four so i haven't played anything beyond four yet it's on the list it's it's hard to so my boyfriend wants to co-op because five is a co-op five and six i think are both co-op games they don't have to be but they say that ai is absolute trash so it's just I, i think six is co-op i'm not sure it is um, but most people, basically it goes five, seven, eight. Like most people yeah. have written six out of the series because of how bad it is, but it's a game mm. to play. It's a series, like obviously I want to do them all. So, um, that's on the list. So I'm excited to play the DLC. I didn't, my boyfriend bought us the, the cross edition. So he has a PS5 and I have a PS4 and he got the edition wherever, like pre-ordered edition for both. And so we get the DLC within what he bought. So we both can play it. He, it's more trophies for him to get because he's a trophy whore. And I never used to be. And then it was like during COVID, I was just like, oh, I can work on this. I can work on this. And like, I had a job. I was working. So it wasn't like I was at home not doing anything. I was working on my my master's in game design. I was working a full-time job went part-time because of like the world and and everything that was going on but I was still doing things but I was just like yeah I'll just do this and then now I'm just like oh I can do this one oh I can do this one I've I've calmed down on like the trophies just because uh lately I've been mostly a PC gamer um I can I have the PlayStation app and the Xbox app on my PC so I can play things through that but a lot of things aren't cross-progressed so mm. you basically have to start them over and it's just yeah. because like across the room like behind me where my tv is so a good 10 feet away is where all my consoles live my xbox my playstation 4 my switch they're all over there and in order for me to play things from them on the pc i need to have them closer and it's just like a hassle trying to unplug everything for like a stream so i just haven't bothered to do it like if there's a game i really want to play the switch is a a lot easier than um the other consoles to move and stuff but so there you know them all on my main desk so I, i i i just reach over to the back of the tv swap over the hdmi cables and i'm ready to go 
Yeah, so my room used to be different. So where my desk is now, my my dresser and TV used to be, and then like three feet away, basically my closet door is in the middle of the wall here. And then my desk and stuff was in that corner. So I could just have my capture card hang from the TV to my desk and use my laptop and stream that way for the consoles. That's how I streamed for a couple of years. And it's now my room is completely changed around that I can't, the capture card just won't physically reach this far. And there's a lot of like, okay, do I, what do I have plugged in that I still need to play? It's just, it's just a lot of brain things. And my brain has been doing too many things. So it just haven't been able to branch out into other system games that isn't (laughs) available on my PC. I get you. But I really do want to play the Resident Evil 4 DLC. I will have to see if I can get it on the PlayStation app and like cloud play it and see if that's, you know, doable. Because sometimes be cloud gaming. On Steam? I don't actually know. Have a well, we, we got the PlayStation version, so I don't want to have to buy uh, it again. Right. That's, yeah, that's fair. Yeah. It's probably available there, but we already have the full version. But I'll see if I can play it. So the issue with cloud gaming is sometimes it's very, it's either super delayed and laggy. So like the the viewers can't see what the fuck's going on. Like you're playing it fine, but they're just like, you're skipping frames and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Or it just doesn't work well for you and you can't hardly play it, let alone try to stream it. So. Hmm. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever, I almost just smacked my switch across the desk. I don't think I've ever... <laughs> don't do <laughs> I that. My, like, I was just moving my controllers and stuff, and I just, I forgot where my hand was for a second, and almost just smacked my switch across the She table. became, she's an Australian-Italian. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. I mean, I'm part Irish, so it's close enough. <laughs> They're both angry. Uh, yeah, exactly. We're I'm good. majority, but... like, Irish, English, some, oh, nice. like, French-Canadian, and then Italian. Oh, <laughs> spread all over the place yeah yeah good good portion of europe i'm from (laughs) (laughs) you can lay claim to the whole land eventually oh my god so the funniest thing so speaking of like dna so my aunt a couple of years ago got us like an ancestry dna kit to do like it was just a cute little gift you know something different and so I did it. I was so it's only three of us on my mom's side of the family, me, my sister, and my cousin. I was the only one that did it. But when I first did the results, so basically it takes your results and kind of like figures out where things could be. But if you start connecting with people on the website, it starts reflecting your DNA more because it's bringing in more information from other family members, right? So when I first did the test, I swear to fucking Christ, it said I wasn't at all Italian. And I was just like, how is that possible? My great grandmother on my mother's side came over from Italy in my great, great grandmother's stomach. Like they literally, (laughs) and I was just like, so confused. I was just like, what the fuck? So I looked at it later. And my aunt was just like, oh, you're relatively like in England, Ireland, Scotland, you know, it's just like they, they went over and dipped their toes over in Italy and then came back. It's just like did the <laughs> deed just, and just got a little bit of Italian <laughs> sprinkled just in. Just got, got off the plane, got, got it all done and then came right back. Well, back then it would have been like 
boat, <laughs> bus, train. <laughs> yeah, I get you. <laughs> Walking. <laughs> oh, no. uh, oh, Lord. All right. I mean, it's, it's it's kind of the same for me as well because I'm the only I'm the only family member. I think in about four generations to be born outside of England. So it's just like it's I'm all over the United Kingdom, and then there's just me down on the other side of the world. Just like hi, I'm over here now. Because I was gonna, I just I was didn't want to bring attention to it, but I was just like. She said she lives in Australia, but she has quite the un-Australian accent. Like, there's little twinges. (laughs) Well, yeah, there's little twinges when you say certain words that I can kind of hear it. But for the most part, I'm just like, oh, she's just like, not, I'd probably say, you're not Wales, and you're not North. Kind of like London adjacent day. accent, if I had to like place north, it. A little bit north of London. Yeah, like London yeah. adjacent. Like you can hear, like, there's different like inflections. There's different dialects. Yeah, there's different yeah. inflections to people's voices depending on which part of England they're from. And yeah. Wales it's is. It's very much like America <laughs> in the sense of like, you can, you can go about 20 miles in any direction and you won't be able to understand a fucking word of what anyone says. Yeah, England. I'm from it's Massachusetts ridiculous. and um, oh, Boston. From there. Yeah, <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know what a Boston accent is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, Massachusetts. Yeah, I, I don't know exactly where. Uh, I don't think she's that close to Boston. No, I'm not I'm really from... either. I, yeah, I... I did not take geography at all, so I know <laughs> where Massachusetts is in America. That's all I need to know. We've that's got, all, like, the, the arm. Like, the yeah, arm yeah, of the, the end of our state. End. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I was born here in uh, Australia, and then I moved back when I was really young, and now I'm back here again. So I did a full-on boomerang. Makes sense why you have twinges of the accent, but you're, like, you started More learning to speak yeah. in the UK. Yeah. But we're, we're getting there. We're getting yeah, there. so it's funny. Like, there's certain words people will know that I'm from Massachusetts. Like, they're just like, oh, there it is. But then my boyfriend yeah. tells me that when I get angry, I sound like I'm from New York. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, that's so oh, weird. Yeah, it's, it, it, things like that can, thing, things like that definitely. Because I, uh, when I'm angry, I go a bit in, into more of like an Irish dialect as well. So <laughs> everyone gets really confused when I get angry because I don't even sound like myself. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. Mm. All right. So what's left on? Oh, Minecraft Live. Oh yeah, Minecraft. So I okay. love Minecraft. I love all of the different things that you can do in Minecraft. I've recently been working on making my own custom HUD UI, whatever you want to call it. Basically, just oh, changing nice. all of the PNGs and making them like my own. Which I love that that's like an option that you can just do on your own. Like you don't have to download anything. I mean, you can. There's a gazillion different things that you can download. I was just like, I want to yeah. make my own. Like, because then you're not like, get, like okay, if I get this one theme or if I get this, then, it, you know, I'm making things like my food icons are cupcakes because obviously. And then my yeah. hearts are purple because obviously that's my color. Yeah. The but then, aesthetic. you know, I have my... Like, I love, like, witchy things, so I have my crafting table, and I'm just, like, crafting with magic, and the arrow is, like, a wand that I've done. Yeah, so I've been, like, drawing things, and, you know, 
uh, it's been really fun. It's tedious because hmm. I'm the type of person who goes pixel by pixel. Yeah, and these I images aren't large, but you basically in order for it to work it has to fit into what already exists right so you ha i've basically had to take the png template of all of the different icons and start like integrating what i wanted them so i had to make sure that they were sized correctly so I, there was a lot of trial and error um and making it work but my boyfriend was still here and i spent hours like making the interface and i had i did the experience bar for um, nice. like the pansexual sign because me nice. and then the Ace hearts slug. and the cupcakes and I was just like I just want to see it in game like I know it's going to need tweaks and I know that it's going to there are other things that I want to do but I just want to see these three main things Yeah, exactly. and like a progress bar. it would not work and I was just like why isn't it working it just wasn't where I was getting so frustrated I literally had to go put myself in a timeout away from the computer and lay down on the bed and my boyfriend was like came over to the computer and there's a picture that I have of him just with one hand on the desk like his elbows on the desk and his head's in his hand and he's just staring at my computer and he was there for like a good 30 minutes to an hour and he got it to work for me and I was just like ah oh. and then once he figured out how to do it we we just knew how to do it so you it was a lot easier yeah so then it was just like okay if I make changes I can just implement it blah blah blah, blah and go back nice. and forth like that so that was nice <clears throat> I I have a very specific memory with Minecraft. I don't know why I've held on to this memory for God knows how long. But this was back in the Xbox 360 days. Okay. And I, I, I know, this was a long time ago. Uh, I had nothing better to do. So I thought, hey, I'm going to make a roller coaster. And I don't know why, but I think I ended up making one that took about three full hours to complete. Oh. Like, as in, you, st you, you start... The, like the roller coaster from beginning to end took three full hours of real time and That's i don't know why i did this crazy. but i was so proud of this stupid achievement for the longest time and then i accidentally deleted the world and i was so upset no. that i did i was so upset that i didn't touch the game for a full decade <laughs> That's that's trauma was, right there. Like I was, I know, I was so upset when it happened. I didn't, I didn't even care about that anymore. But like, oh, anytime anyone brings up that game, that memory just comes flooding back to me. And that I'm happened really to me, and mm -hmm, that happened to me in 2021. I started. That's when I started playing Minecraft. So I'm fairly new to mm -hmm. Minecraft in the grand scheme of things. Like I've watched. I didn't know what it was until 2021. That's when I started watching PewDiePie. I don't even know how I started watching PewDiePie, but he was then during the pandemic he started doing like live streams of his hardcore world, which I didn't even know what that meant until you know into watching yeah, him. And I was just like, "Oh, this is what Minecraft is. This looks really fun." That was what prompted me to start playing it because it was on Game Pass on the Xbox, so I didn't have to like spend any money in case I didn't like physically like playing it. And now I'm fucking addicted to it. Like, <laughs> I can. I mean, that's how it goes, really, isn't it? I literally could just mine and chop wood all day and be happy. It's so relaxing. I love the sounds. Like, they're so good with their sound design. And that brings us back to the topic of Minecraft Live. Basically, they start announcing the roadmap of the future and what is going to come 
and I'm super excited for it. Um, they have been changing a lot in in regards to like villager nerfs, and they added smithing templates with armor trims, so you can kind of have custom armor now. And I'm interested to see, like, if they're going to bring in... Usually they announce a new mob, like, you vote on a new mob at the Minecraft Live. Last yeah, year we got the, the Sniffer. I about. wanted the Grouchy mm -hmm. Grass Ball. <laughs> I, I, I think I know the one you're talking about. Right <laughs> I, f I forget what it was called, but that's what I voted I, for. Let's. I can, I can look it up really quickly. And the Copper Golem was so freaking cute. Like, people have made that into, like, mods, and now I'm sad that we didn't get the Copper Golem, because, I mean, they don't do anything, they just, like, roll around and hit buttons, but they put their arms up and go yay, and it's the cutest fucking thing in the world! That's, that sounds adorable. It's that so cute. Really cute! Sniffer is more practical. It sniffs up two different types of flowers, and you hatch them from eggs, which come from trail ruins. So, like, they integrate into, like, the overall game aspect more. Like, I'm not really sure how they would have integrated Copper Golems or Grumpy Lettuce Ball. I feel like it started the with the... Rascal is the name of the other one. If that's... if Wait, you're talking about the... Because there's the Sniffer, the Tough Golem, and the Rascal from what I'm looking at on uh, online... Unless I'm looking at the wrong... I don't... Unless I'm looking at the wrong... You theory. could be right. That just doesn't sound right. Are you talking about the 2022 one or the 2021 one? 2022. Uh, it says the sniffer... The sniffer is the official winner of the Minecraft Live yes. Mob Vote 2022. Beating out the Whoops. rascal and the tough golem. That's just what this uh, article says that I'm reading. I don't know if that's... I don't know if that's accurate or not, but that's that's what. Okay, this that's says. okay. That's not. Maybe it was twenty twenty one. Am I that confused? Hmm. Oh no, yeah, Copper Golem oh, was twenty twenty one. Hold on. Yeah, Copper Golem, the blue fairy thing, and then yeah, there's the bush thing that you're talking about. Yeah, I'm looking what at the them. fuck's its name. Uh, uh. Oh god, I will. <laughs> I'm trying to find it too. Yes. Yeah, so am I. Uh. Uh, of course, this the one thumbnail I found that actually has all three has their names question marked out. Great. Yeah, the LA one. Uh, yeah, the LA one, the Copper Golem, and then uh, Bush Friend was the other one. Uh, oh, I don't know Glare! Glare! I knew it started yes. with a G. See, my Gary. brain doesn't remember much, but I could focus on that letter. Glare! Yes. This grumpy little guy who would light up caves for you and go ahead, and it was so cute and grumpy, and I wanted it in my this life. It's really useful. But I mean, the LA is cool. useful, too, to be fair. Like, you give it a block, and it will, like, if you're doing tree chopping and you have two LA's, you can have one get you, like, the actual wood that you're not picking up, and then if you're shearing the trees for the leaves, you can have the other one pick up that, or the sticks, or the saplings, like, whatever. Oh, yeah, that sounds really so they are helpful too and they're cute and they attach to note blocks and you know they twirl and they're just like cuter versions of vexes they're just reskinned That's vexes honestly <laughs> Fair. but it, it works like they do something different they're not pounding you in the face with an iron sword to kill you from an evoker yeah, yeah I get you so I'm excited for Minecraft live does it tell us I didn't what date it comes out because I forget. Let me see. Uh, I guess 2023. Yeah, that's 
October 15th. Okay, so it's a couple weeks away. Not too bad. Yeah. And we will get when and how the 1.21 update will be announced. So we get basically more information on what's to come, when it will be implemented. Sometimes they do it in stages, so it's not all released at once. Things like that. In the case in Cliff's update, wasn't that really delayed? It came in like two big parts, wasn't it? Or yes, yes, they split it yeah, into two awesome. parts. The warning was because we got the deep dark. So basically they changed the entire terrain generation for caves and cliffs because they added height and for height and length, I guess. I don't, I don't know how to describe it. The height of the world and the bottom of the world increased substantially. Oh, it nice. used to be like 200 yeah, something and now world height is yeah, 256 and now it's 319. And the bottom of the world is now negative 64, not zero. Hmm. So, and then... I remember going back to Minecraft very briefly to see mm. what the Warden was all about, because that actually does seem like a really interesting concept. But I never got very far in it, because I... I, I, rem I the, the roller coaster flashbacks. <laughs> so... <laughs> there was a lot that happened, and I was just like... I've got a lot of other games. Oh my, I got completely right sidetracked because I was talking about your trauma and I was going to bring up that and I got sidetracked a bit. Basically, my trauma, in case anyone was just like, Katie, what, what was what was your thought? I'm not, like, I know, I do that a lot. <laughs> um, So, I had a glitched world. I was walking across, like, grass, not sand, not gravel, not anything that would fall. And I fell through into a pit of lava and I lost all of my stuff oh. and I tried to recuperate but at that point I was just like this sucks and I deleted the world and I tried to start a new world and I literally named it glitch be gone and I had issues with that and it's like a common thing I guess for Xbox for it to have glitches I just it was multiple times where I just fell into random pits of lava that weren't my fault. It was just like really weird things that were happening. And so I stopped playing for a long time because of that. Like I had this whole amazing idea for like my area. I was basically making a castle. I had a little axolotl grotto that I was creating and oh, it, it, it sucked. Um, yeah, that, that really does sound painful, honestly. Like, if that if that if that happened to me, I, I definitely would have just quit then. Because it was my like, first nope, Minecraft world, right? So I worked hard for, like, because I didn't know much about anything of the game. So I mined, I learned how to enchant, like, just you know, very yeah, slowly that, that learned, and then I went on an adventure to find. I think I was on an adventure to find spruce wood or dark oak or both. So it was fairly in flower fields because I was doing something and I needed all of those things for like ideas that were in my head because I didn't before of like schematics and everything like that. So and then I found a spruce village. I was leaving the spruce village and they had grass and I, I fell through the lava and mm. so I spawned in the village because I had set my spawn there but it didn't matter because all my shit was gone because I went in yeah, the lava. <laughs> and the only way to like backtrack that is if you're on a realm you can like reset the server and go back in time so that that basically blip it doesn't happen or um you have to have keep inventory on but that doesn't really matter after the fact so yeah 
it's a bit uh, late after that point. Right. So, and I have, I, I love playing organic Minecraft, but I have been playing a lot of Minecraft. Minecraft. My go. freaking brain just speed runs sentences so much. <laughs> I mean, Bingo scary. on Minecraft. And I really liked playing the map download. I probably might do more of the map downloads if I can find more parkour things because it it allows me to get better at my skills and I can just stop if I'm getting sore or anything. It's not like it's not like I'm playing yeah, an, a shooter game where <laughs> it's it, oh it gonna upset me, but Yeah, I get you. Minecraft Live October fifteenth. Be excited to you know, see that and see what's to come. Um, I can't wait for every single Twitter page I see for the next four weeks to be overloaded with Minecraft stands fighting mm -hmm. over the new mob. I'm very excited for that. Literally. Oh, and that brings us to the final topic, which I I don't know if this one... If we didn't really talk about it when we were talking about this episode, but the Unity thing, does that oh, God, right, affect yeah. you at all? Um, not me personally, but I do know a few people it affects. That. Okay. So, um, so, so I, do you build your games on Unreal Engine, or...? Um, we haven't actually started building any games okay. at the moment. We're just in, like, the like the actual planning phase of both of them right now. Gotcha. Um, but in terms of the actual Unity thing, I don't know if you know uh, who is actually responsible for that, but um, it was the... I believe it was, like, an ex-CEO or an ex-higher-up at EA, of all things, who... <sighs> of course. Yeah, I, I know. But this, this is the kicker... <sighs> Yeah, so I when I was doing my masters, we we utilized Unity. That's what I learned how to use to make my games and everything. And it sucks because mm, we didn't yeah. use Unreal Engine. People have said that it's similar enough that I would be able to pick up Unreal Engine fairly quickly. I just haven't been able to dive. There's just so many things on my list of things that I would like to do that I can't do. But learning Unreal Engine and utilizing it is on my list of things because I have yeah, a lot yeah, of game yeah. ideas. Yeah, Naturally. I a lot of. I, <laughs> I mean, same, same here. I'm literally planning to have like a game dev conversation with my girlfriend about uh, the couple of games that we're working on, literally in two days' time. So I'm excited for that. But I am. I watch a lot of game devs on YouTube specifically, and from what I see of people who are making games, because I, I watched the developer of Choo Choo Charles. I don't know if you. Uh, no, that game, but it was a hard game going yep. around for a while. I, yeah, I know it. <laughs> I really, I really like that game. But yeah, I watched the the Two Star Games, I think his name is, who developed that game. I mm -hmm. watched the entire devlog series of that, and then I also watch a ton of other like content creators who make like those game dev videos. A lot of them either use Unity or Unreal, and from what I can tell, they are generally similar. But this is coming from someone who's never picked up a game dev engine in my life. So yeah, uh, outside of like 
RPG maker XP when I wanted to make a Pokemon <laughs> Rock. Yeah, the, the the things that they can do, uh, you know, I believe Uni- Unity has less available than Unreal Engine. I do know that I think Unity might be better for porting things to Mac because... Yeah, I think that's what I've heard as well. Because doesn't Unreal come out with, like, Unreal Engine 5 now, which is the big one that everyone's, like, kind of fawning over right now? Because I know there's a lot of games that are going to be imported over that are going to be start making an Unreal Engine 5. Yeah, I'm I'm not sure. Sorry, I okay. was listening to you, but there's something going on in the house. <laughs> yeah, I, I heard something going on in the background. Uh, no idea. <laughs> That's so good. My sister yeah, just sounded that's... annoyed, that's all. <laughs> but as for the whole Unity thing, I, it, it had me worried for a while, especially with, like, um, I know you said you got stuck on Hollow Knight, but Silk Song, I believe, is being made in Unity, which is, yeah. you know, arguably one of, if not the single biggest and most hyped indie game of all time right now. Yeah. Because um, uh, it was supposed to come out this year, and then, well, it's supposed to come out in, like, 2020, I believe. In case you guys didn't connect that, Silk Song, it, Silk Song is the sequel to Hollow Knight. it it started out as the DLC and then they went oh shit this game is like four times the size now as we originally planned so let's make it its own game makes Um, sense though yeah but yeah so um, they backpedaled a bit Unity did at least on their decision so they still kind of killed their market share at least because no one is going to update to the new model so I believe games like Silksong and a couple others that are still being made in Unity are completely fine because obviously they're on the old model and I highly doubt they'll update. If they do, I'll be very surprised. Yeah, all of my games were made on Unity, so I was just like, am I at risk? I was like, no, "No, wait, they're not not downloadable, they're not published, they're just, they're existing. You can play them on, you can play them on um, itch.io. Yeah, because that's where I, I had to host it for class. Yeah, I think as long as you don't update your Unity or something like that, I think as long as you don't update it, you'll be fine. But that's as far as hold I on know a second. All right, where were we? I don't even know. We just had a moment. <laughs> if, if you guys heard anything going on in the background, um, you didn't. You didn't hear anything. <laughs> Muppet stole my dad's baked potatoes. <laughs> It ate the whole fucking thing. I still can't. I still can't hear you say that without bursting out. <laughs> so for those of you who are unaware, Astro might be included. Muppet's a thirty-five pound dog. Oh god. He's twelve years old. Oh, no. He's thirty-five pounds. And he's gotten into the habit recently of figuring out that he's just tall enough to jump up on the counter and kind of reach and reach things oh no and so we've had some mishaps where he's uh gotten the corned beef he's gotten a roast he's gotten several things so you know think that people in the house would have learned their lesson by now but apparently Mm. my dad thought that my sister was watching him and he went into the bathroom or something, and he ate the whole fucking baked potato. <laughs> God, I swear my dog is trying to learn how to open the fridge. I swear. Yeah, he's man. Just, there are cats who learn how to do that, so... God, yeah. 
Cats are scarily intelligent. I love them, but God. They're assholes. Yep. Oh, yeah, 100%. They're assholes. Oh, me. my God. Speaking of cats. So, uh, earlier this year was my grandfather's birthday, and my mom and her three sisters basically got my grandfather a cat for his birthday. Oh, and his name is Patch. He's got patches all over him. He's super cute. But my mom was like, I swear somebody is like reincarnated into the cat. And I'm like, why? What did he do? He's just like, <laughs> oh, he no. took your aunt's pill bottle and knocks it over for, out of her room. He just, he he just burped. <laughs> yeah, he probably has indigestion. Anyways, so the cat nudges the pill bottle through my aunt's room and then waits a little bit and then knocks it down the stairs so my aunt has to go and pick it up. <laughs> oh no. I'm like, my mom was just like, yeah, I'm sure, I, and I'm like, convinced he's reincarnated. So I'm like, no, that's, he's just a fucking cat. Cats are assholes. They like to knock shit over. <laughs> yeah. Gosh. Uh, cats, cats, cats can definitely be big, big assholes. I'm just stuttering over my words now. <laughs> It's okay. <laughs> Where were we? Do we have anything else left to talk about? Uh, maybe we were talking about Minecraft Live, and then uh, dog things happened. I don't mm. remember what else there was. Uh, there was the direct that happened a while ago, but uh, I know you already covered that, I believe. Uh, what else? Was there anything else? My brain has just completely flatlined. <laughs> Was there anything oh, yeah. else that we you wanted to? Unity. That's it. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was the thing we were talking about. <laughs> we finally gotten back on track, but yeah, I think I, I think I mentioned everything that uh, at least I knew about the Unity thing, because I know not a lot of people know just where that um, where that decision came from. And I'm like, yeah, it came from EA. Why are you surprised? I'm not. It's just God. It always feels like businesses are doing everything they can to make things as scummy as possible nowadays. Yeah, and they blame it on like having to retrieve losses after COVID. And it's just like there's ways mm. of retrieving losses without being complete asshole scumbag gross uh, people. Yeah. Mm. But anyways, was there any other topics that you wanted to talk about or um, any other no, lasting any lasting thoughts or on anything? Any lingering thoughts? I guess I should have um, said. I've had a lot of fun just rambling about everything. That's been great. <laughs> See, that's literally what the podcast is. So she was nervous to it. be on the show today. And I told her, I was just like, I usually jump in a call and make it conversational. And then... <laughs> just kind of go for it. Hold on a second. <laughs> um... <laughs> Sorry, uh, more potato <laughs> things happened. <laughs> uh, where were we? We're tying up loose ends. Uh, uh, I don't. I literally. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> this episode has been a mess. Oh, I was talking about how she was nervous about being on the podcast. I was just like, yeah, I usually try to like jump in a call and you know get the conversation flowing, and then we start recording and. You know, I always wanted a conversational podcast, so yeah, we have the topics that we like to talk about, but obviously we allow for branching off of those topics because that makes it more natural yeah, too. Exactly. 
so um i was thinking like halfway through this i was thinking like how the fuck did we get from like jacksepticeye youtube drama to where we are now and i'm like all oh, right yeah adhd plus you know jumping all over the place mm -hmm. yep so <laughs> great i, love I have a, a set of topics and if we touch them generally we always talk about all the topics we just have multiple side quests <laughs> between <laughs> <laughs> gotta love it go for 100 the, the main quest lines are the six topics that i mentioned Sometimes I mention in the beginning of the episode, sometimes I get, give you guys a clue. Uh, this episode just kind of ran with it, but generally fun, speaking, right. Way. And that's, that's the, like what I want. Like I would love to have sponsors. I would love to be able to eventually like pay my co-hosts um, for being on the show. Uh, so if you're a sponsor, business increase, the batter podcast at gmail.com all the information is on the uh spotify also also this is important we're now on apple podcasts it took me like when did i start this podcast february it's seven months i thought i was fighting with it for like a month when i was before i started launching the podcast and i was like you know what because i wanted to start it at the beginning of the year and it just didn't happen for various reasons. I, I believe I talked about it at the beginning, like the first episode or something like that. Yeah. And, um, Apple, yeah. Apple can certainly be a bitch sometimes, 100%. So basically you have to have an Apple ID in order to have your podcast on Apple Podcasts. And I didn't want to do certain things and I don't want to like dox myself or anything, but I finally got to figure it out. We're finally good. We're on Apple Podcasts. So now we are on all of your favorite platforms to listen to which is super exciting but Ooh. yeah i think that brings us to the conclusion of this week's episode which is a little bit longer than normal but you know there was a lot going on so <laughs> yeah that, that tends to happen when i'm around things usually go a little crazy and off the handle <sighs> i can't i can't blame you i'm pretty sure it was <laughs> just it's just a natural flow of things like literally yeah. every episode there's one topic at least that we go on tangents on so oh god yeah that's that's <clears throat> that's very common with me too this has been a blast i've really enjoyed this well thank you for being on this week's episode any lasting thoughts before we conclude for the evening for the episode uh, this has been a lot of fun uh shameless plug i guess go Go watch me on YouTube. I make stuff, maybe. I don't know. Do I? Who knows? <laughs> go go, go check me out, maybe, if you want to. <laughs> uh, Astro Cat. The links for her will be in the description below. Uh, so make sure you go check her out and her content out. Her Twitter will be there as well as YouTube where she puts her content. Um, but thank you guys for listening to this week's episode of The Batter Podcast. This was episode 19 finally remembered don't know if i said at the beginning of the episode we've been recording for an hour and a half we've had nice. you know probably 10 minutes of side side issues going on where i've paused the recording so you know <laughs> whatever episode 19 thank you guys for listening make sure you go check her out and give us a follow give us a like give us feedback on things that topics that you would like us to touch upon any thoughts on anything that we bring up and, or anything interesting that we may have not touched upon that you thought was interesting on any of the topics that we spoke about. And yeah, that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Batter. Thank you for listening and good night. Mwah!